This is the Shred Podcast. I am Scott Schweitzer, your host. We want to bring you the latest news and events happening at Shred CrossFit and discuss the topics you, the community, may be interested in. The Shred Podcast is available on all major platforms. If you like what you hear, please hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating. Now off to this week's episode of the Shred Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Shred Podcast. Uh, We are on episode 44 now. Um, And if you remember last week, we released part one in our series of kind of through the years with Shred. And we started with our OG families, the Zetzers and the Pews. um, And we have a little bit more of that conversation to give you. So uh, today, we're going to give you the rest of that conversation in part two of the Shred 1.0 story. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Again, it was a blast hanging out with my friends and bringing this to you. And uh, we'll see you next week when we move into some other areas of the history of Shred. So sit back, enjoy, hear the stories, and uh, here you go. Yeah, one, one of the things I really miss is we were small enough and the space was made for working out outside. Yeah. You know, oftentimes we go out under that overhang or mm-hmm. out in the parking lot and do sled pushes and tire mm-hmm. flips and um, sprints in the parking lot. Um, but in that overhang, we could lift. We could do double unders without having to pull the stuff in. Um, I, I miss that. And then even the 200 meter um, route went through the gym. Yeah. 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 So run through the gym and out the other side <laughs> yeah. and away yep. you went. So I kind of miss that outdoor element that we lost uh, as we grew, because um, that was really fun on a nice day just being outside. Yeah, and I don't, I, I mean, you miss the, the AstroTurf burns on your leg as you, as you <laughs> fall. I said miss, Matt, miss. Yeah, yeah the, the first time. So you're jumping to my next question. And my <laughs> next question is, what don't you miss about 1.0? AstroTurf. <laughs> Oh, uh, when you have we ran to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the bathroom was not close. No, you had to go through the volleyball court, go through all the parents, like wait for the game to stop and pause. <laughs> it was great. Doing push-ups or anything, burpees on the astroturf with ripped hands uh, oh, yeah. was horrible. First, like time doing Murph RX, not having calluses on my hand like two to three rounds in, gripped my hands really good. And I had to kind of do push-ups on my fingertips because <laughs> meat was in the middle. <laughs> you know, I, I wonder how much DNA is on that. Turf. Oh gosh. Don't even talk about it. <laughs> you know, I, I remember the cold winter mornings being the first one in the gym and then you'd have to jump up on those pull-up bars that were frosty and it just, uh, yeah, there was some there were some cold mornings going to those those early morning classes. Yeah, they had a direct connection because they were bolted to the outside wall. So when those bolts got cold and frozen, it just radiated through the entire bar. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So Colleen kind of mentioned at the open, you know, we used to have drag rubber mats in or pieces of plywood to lift and do double unders on. And at the end of the workout, you had to drag it right back outside. Uh, and those rubber mats are not light. Right. 
it, uh, it, but we made it work. Beauty of it. So just like you, you make it work today in a big club, you know, it's, um, it always seems to work out and that's because of good coaching. Yeah. And the last thing I didn't miss is, um, volleyballs hitting you in the head in the middle of a workout. Um, yeah. Four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, a, a volleyball girl walking in front of you as your kettlebell swinging. Um, and at the end there, you know, we, we did grow quite a bit and space was so limited. I mean, I remember being like face to face with Noah and you, you couldn't help but have good clean technique because you had to keep that bar closer. You'd knock, knock your friend out. Yeah. Yeah. It was always like, do you want to face each other, face away from each other? Should we face the same <laughs> direction? What? What part of you do I want to or not want to look at? <laughs> and then the the last thing is, and it may have been something we've already talked about, but what are what is something you remember from that time that was just flat out funny? Oh gosh, um, <laughs> trying to keep it clean because uh, there were so many things that did happen, but. Um, <laughs> so many stories they just they don't seem as funny now but in the moment just you know being face to face with somebody because you had you had limited space or you know you just remember back to the first time you met people like the first time I met Nicole and just you're like wow this is such a big personality and I have a lot of fun working out with this person and then you know it just you know the friendships grow and then the stories become more and more it's been you know, here we are eight years later, kind of telling the same stories. <laughs> yeah, one for me is is my wife had a little bit of a temper back then, uh, a little bit, um, and uh, she would chuck the jump rope across the uh, across the gym, or kick one of those cement poles and break her toe uh, because she was frustrated with something. Um, yeah, those those kind of stick out to me a lot. Um, and then I loved I loved the workouts in the warmups on the, uh, the volleyball court. And, and some of the fun things were like finding out that people didn't know how to karaoke step. I don't know uh, about that. Or <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't live that down for like two years. So why are you going to bring it back up now? <laughs> Marcus will still get me on that. <laughs> if in I'm in life, one of those small Tuesday, Thursday classes now, he'll still yeah. get me. And my last funny thing is, is about the freak and where he got his nickname from 1.0. And that is uh, because he'd show up at the gym and he'd set a world record in something. And then the next day you're like, Hey Matt, how you doing? Well, I'm done. Done for six <laughs> weeks. I, I tore a back muscle or I, I pulled a hamstring or, and then he's out and then he comes back, sets another world record. And then I'm out again for two months. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, if you're going to do something, do it well, and then take a break. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, well, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit 2.0-ish, but, you know, you have to write your workout times up so everybody can see them, and, you know, it was just, yeah. The, Colleen brought her notebooks. I do miss her notebooks. <laughs> I miss the notebooks. That's my mess. I still have mine, too. Look That's back. Your used to be private, <laughs> yeah. Unless you got somebody else's notebook and leaf through it. Exactly, and then we just—they were sitting in that 
milk carton on the corner that you'd go and dig through to find yours and a pen and yeah yep. yeah it was kind of like a rite of passage like you know you start you start crossfit you, you gotta bring your notebook yep and then, then you filled it up and you're so excited and you got your second one i mean it was yeah. Yeah. well and uh and I, I appreciate that colleen did wear the old school shred shirt i did, I did. uh for the occasion <laughs> Um, and so outside of 1.0, you guys have been around a long time. What are, what is your favorite memory in your eight years of attending Shred CrossFit? One of mine actually is from 1.0 and, um, it was watching the, how many of it was you four or five of you do the open for the yeah. first time. Uh, <laughs> That like that still stands out to me as one of the coolest things that we got to watch. Um, we weren't affiliated with CrossFit yet officially, so uh, every workout had to be recorded and submitted. And it was just um, who you you know the people: Aaron, you, Mikey, Marcus, David, uh, Brent, Brent. Yeah. So I mean, barely not even ten people. Where we've had over a hundred for the past couple years. Um, yeah, and, and they all really live neat. infamously on on YouTube to this day. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's one of my favorite memories. Look for a link right here to when this is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, my favorite memory, and my, I mean, just personally, was getting my first pull up ever. I mean, that was something that seemed so far out of possibility. <clears throat> and then, yeah, I remember Marcus had us all at one point and one point. we all had to write a goal down of something we wanted to accomplish. And mine was literally like get one pull up. And I remember working on it and like just that little accomplishment kind of led to bigger and bigger things. So that's, that's kind of where I, that's one of my fondest memories jumping up on that bar one day and having Marcus watch me do it. Yeah. I actually remember when you got your first muscle up and didn't believe you actually got it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then he proceeded to do 20 more and broke his back. And Yeah. Let's not forget the other part of that sentence. You're first and only. Yeah. <laughs> you like got up there and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm up here. It was on the rings. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think I, yeah, I think I took a six week break after that one too. <laughs> yeah. I think I could say like um, doing first muscle up or spending like six years trying to get double unders, which was frustrating speaking of throwing jump ropes. Oh. Not an exaggeration. It probably took six years. I don't know. The, the early like, years of uh, Noah's double unders. Yeah. Oh, those were precious times. Let's not talk about him. <laughs> I'm sure Ken Hoffman will have something to say about him. He judged me a lot in the open where I couldn't do him. <laughs> um, but well, no, you, was, jump, uh, you jump four feet off the ground. Yeah, and then uh, my body would convulse vigorously, and things wouldn't happen. <laughs> um, no, like uh, so probably two years or so into my shred journey somewhere at one of uh, the get togethers outside of the gym, Janessa came up to me and she was like, you know, I never thought you were going to make it. Those first couple of weeks were rough. So I'm glad to see that, you know, you made it and you're doing good. It was kind of like this, like, good for you. Like you're doing great. <laughs> Said in a funny sarcastic way that only Janessa could, but I'm glad I'm not the only one that got that talk from Janessa like a couple years yeah. in. Yeah, well, she saw my 
jump ropes and overhead squats and whatever else was really, really janky. <laughs> so Colleen, you have one? Oh, um, so for me, it was the one time that I walked in and they actually had the workout posted for the first time and it was to um, run a 5K. And it was one of those things where had I known, I would not have shown up. And I just remember Amy just like coaching me up and like getting me through it. And when I actually, because I hate running, I will row, I will bike, I will do anything before run. (laughs) And I just remember that very first time that I did it. And just, it was just like, yeah, it was a cool moment. And everybody that I was with that day, like, it was great. You know, just like that, that, that family feeling of, everybody's sticking with you and cheering you on. Well, speaking of that, so what, what made you guys stay for all this time? You know, it's, it's, it's rare for someone to join a gym and stick to it and be a member for eight years in the same place, doing the same thing. (laughs) So what, what, what helped you there? (laughs) For me, that's, that's a big part of it is that it's always different. Um, I really need someone to tell me what to do. I know that about myself. So like coming to the gym and knowing that there's going to be a set agenda that, you know, the class is what it's going to be and you don't have the choice really. Um, that's a huge part of it. I I just love the style of CrossFit in general. Um, but of course, over all of that, it's, it's the people in the community and the coaches that, that really, really stand out. You know, I, we've dropped in at other places and had some good experiences and some not good experiences. And it's just told us that shred is, is really awesome. And, and the community that has been built around us is, is the best. And that's a huge reason why I keep coming back for sure. Yeah. I'll (laughs) agree with everything there. As far as the drop-ins, if we were to go to a different shred gym, I'm not going to mention, or sorry, different CrossFit gym, not going to mention the name or state that it was in, but I don't think I would have spent a week there. It was just not good community, not good coaching, not good programming necessarily. It just had a nice facility, but that's about it. Um, so yeah, definitely above all the coaching, the community and all those things. I'd say the friendship, the family, um, and just feeling safe. I mean, I am not an athlete by any means. Even though my shirt says it, it does. It <laughs> I mean, I, it, like I said, when I first walked in the very first time, I was like, this is, this is for Matt. <laughs> this is his place. <laughs> but I stayed. And I think it's because it's just, it's a place I feel safe. It's a place I feel comfortable. I feel like I can do what I need to do for myself. And nobody's judging me by any means. And other experiences, other places I've gone I, I felt that way even if, if it was that way or not I don't know but that's how I felt but I don't feel that way at Shred I feel like I'm with my friends I'm with my family I'm I'm a place where I I feel like I can do what I need to do and feel good about myself yeah I, I listen there's not many places you can forget your kid at a gym <laughs> oh yeah and, and no 1.0 stories yeah more of a 2.0 story twice <laughs> But there's there's not many places you can leave your 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 small child feel safe knowing 
on your way back, I don't have to rush too fast because they're going to be okay. So, I mean, it, it, it speaks volumes for the people, the community. Um, so, yeah, we, we've had opportunities to go other places, and we keep coming back for, for every reason that's been said. That's awesome. So I'm going to leave, leave you guys with this one last question. So what are your goals going forward? You've been here eight years and I'm sure you guys still have goals and you still want to achieve a lot with shred. So what are, what are your goals to, to keep going? Simply to keep going. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, it's, um, we're not getting any younger. So the, the ability to modify and keep keep fitness level up uh, is important and outside of fitness goals it's to continue to foster the relationships that we built um, and, and continue to build shred because that's I think part of the responsibility of the OGs is to continue to lay that foundation for, for shred four five six seven point oh don't say that to Marcus he'll freak out I <laughs> see. <laughs> And before I turn 40. So for me, I think it's to um, continue to be at shred before I'm 60. You know, just like you said, just to keep it going, to keep to keep moving um, and keep maintaining like, you know, the community that I, you know, fallen in love with, like just to stay with everybody. Keep growing and keep figuring out these new life changes everybody keeps going through. I can't wait for the next milestones and, you know, share it with everyone. Pews? Uh, yeah, they, they said it best, so I'm just going to go with ditto. <laughs> <laughs> More baby uh, yeah. or <laughs> For me, I, I definitely want to keep staying, you know, stay consistent, um, which has been hard during quarantine, I must admit, but, um, you know, stay healthy for my family for sure. And uh, a little bit more of a micro goal is I want to work on trying to get a muscle up and trying to get a handstand or a, yeah, handstand push up. Those are my two like next things I want to work on. But that's the cool thing about CrossFit is that there's always something to work on, which always. I really, I really like about the sport. Always a challenge. <laughs> well, I think what's funny is, you know, as, as a coach at Shred, you know, I have memories of all of you guys and different things that you guys have accomplished. Like this year, I remember Joe that when, you busted out how many pistols? Yeah. For the first I'm, time ever, you know, freak, you were always pulling something off that nobody expected you to. Uh, Noah, getting getting stuff overhead and lifting your body weight in ways that you, nobody ever thought you were going to do when you first started there. And Colleen, Janessa. what's that? At least Janessa. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's be honest, though. You showed up at what, like 130 pounds? Yeah. Yeah, I put on like 30 or 40 pounds of muscle. What's your deadlift weight now? 360 was the last one. Yeah, like unreal. Um, and then Colleen, like the support you've given my wife and, and the way you guys do Murfette instead of Murph and, and all those fun things that you guys bring to the table. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a fun eight years with you guys. And I really appreciate you guys taking some time out with us and to share these memories so that we can share with the people that weren't there and, and didn't get to see kind of the beginning. So thank you so much for taking some time tonight. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. And we'll see everybody next time on the Shred Podcast.
Thank you for joining us on the Shred Podcast. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week on the Shred Podcast.